How do I best prepare mentally for my kids as they transition through their seasons uh, and my seasons as a father? You're talking about the teach, the teacher season, the coach season, and the counselor season. And I, the most significant uh, thing, and you know, the, the the issue here is that there is a transition between each of the seasons, and and that transition is not an easy one. Uh, Dads try to hang on to that teacher season a little bit longer because it's a little more controlling. Moms try to hang on to that coach season a little bit longer because they don't want to let go. Uh, just generally, I'm, I'm not suggesting that's always the case. But, but uh, to transition from the teacher season to the coach season, uh, the, 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 the preparation is that well, it's going to hit you one way or the other, is that those short answers, because dad told you so, or that's just the way it is, those short answers aren't going to work any longer. They're going to start to stir up animosity and, and, and anger. So that's, number one, the tip that the season is changing. <laughs> and then uh, to, prepare, to prepare yourself mentally for that is to understand that, uh, uh, again, you're not God. You're, uh, you're dad. You're God's representative in your child's family. So as you move into that coach season, uh, you realize that you've done what you can in those first 10 years to instill your family values, your faith, and uh, prepare your child for the next uh, season where there are going to be a lot more outside influences than just the primary influence of the home impacting your child. So the reality of, of those outside influences, uh, you just have to the way you prepare yourself mentally is to prepare yourself for what those outside influences are. You know, in my generation, we moved from uh, uh, using pornography as a reference. We moved from magazines to the uh, to the electronic media to the internet. That's a whole different level of, of temptation and influence that this has over a, a child's mind. And these days, the pornographic uh, industry is going after children. So to be tuned in to what that looks like as a dad is to be prepared mentally to have those uh, defenses up. Uh, not that you can uh, uh, protect your child completely from everything. They say the, the youngest age, of, the average age of first exposure to pornography today is nine years old. So you wonder how in the world am I supposed to prepare mentally for that? Uh, you can't. Uh, but what you can do is to remind them that, uh, remind your child that you're, you're always there, that your home is a safe place for any discussion, and uh, to let them know how much they're loved. So to, to work on that, to prepare yourself to come into that coach season, is for mom and dad to be on the same page and understand uh, how they're going to handle this transition. And then, uh, you know, you have to also calibrate, uh, you, you want your child to fail through these years. So encourage them through their failure, but uh, but don't always uh, you know that that doesn't yeah. mean we accept failure as reality. But I mean as, as in anything, but failure is an opportunity to learn. So uh, through the coach season, we're we're uh, we're actually coaching our kids through failure. We're coaching them on how to handle success. Uh, but that transition time is a matter of realizing that you're not able to protect your child anymore. And uh, so mentally, you have to understand that uh, God's got, got your back. He's, he, he is worthy, He is sovereign, and He's worthy of our trust. So uh, we do what we can do. As Oswald Chambers says, uh, uh, we can't do what God does, which means he's, he's ultimately the protector of our children. But He's not going to do what we can do, which means that we can uh, set up guardrails 
for our children to operate in, whether it's in a sports area or, or academically or, uh, or in the electronic world, the, uh, in, the, in the technology world, to uh, navigate through and control screen time and that type of thing. Now the next transition from coach to counselor is another whole dimension because uh, this is, uh, there are things that we have to stay engaged and coach our children through, uh, particularly career choices. Uh, you know, uh, is college right for my child? Is, it, is this their bent? Is university right? Or is junior college enough? Is Votech enough? Is military the right option for my child? There's so many things that we can help expose them to and, and uh, prepare them to make that right choice. But it is their choice, not our choice. You know, I did not mandate that my uh, kids be Jayhawks. I didn't even mandate that they play tennis. So, you know, I realized that this, these things weren't in my control. You know, my, I have to let go and let God be God. They've got their unique giftedness. they got their own bent. My job is to help them take responsibility for that and glorify God in the process. So as we transition from coach to counselor, we're coaching them through that stuff by being available to listen, but at the end of the day, uh, accepting and, and supporting their decision. Now, if, uh, if a kid decides, I'm going to go to college, and he flunks out, then you don't say, I told you so. You weren't ready for college. That, that's, not the, that's not coaching. <laughs> that's, that's back to teacher way out of season, right? So we have to understand that as, as, and once we enter into that and move into that counselor season, the children are going to make their decisions. They're going to make their choices, and we're here to be available that if they completely fall off the rail, the, our house is always open. To, to support healthy recovery. It's not there to enable. Uh, so we're not there to say, I told you so, but in the counselor season, again, giving them that faith-related encouragement and support and availability, but we're also letting go in love. And uh, so that's, uh, that's the transition, and uh, mom and dad need to hold each other's hands through this time, through both of those transition windows to uh, love each other and uh, ultimately love your child as, as you're called to do. So uh, it's not easy, but uh, nobody told you being dad was going to be easy anyway. So suck it up and keep it up, buttercup. <laughs> How do you help your kids while they're in the house for when they leave the house? That's a, that's a wonderful journey. It really is. And it starts, again, very young to expose them to as many things as you can. You know, I, I, I see parents and I completely understand. When you have five kids, you may have to limit uh, the one sport each or two sports each. But in general, I sure encourage uh, piano lessons, uh, soccer. You know, the two things I always mandate, of course, are soccer and swimming. Uh, every kid needs to learn how to swim. And when a parent makes it through a swimming season, they've learned patience. Uh, soccer because uh, it helps a kid uh, learn how to fall, uh, coordination, and it sets var uh, the cardiovascular up for life if they have a couple of seasons of soccer under their belt. But uh, that's just a couple of sports I really believe in, in exposing kids to. Uh, and uh, so it may be baseball, it may be uh, ROTC, uh, it may be band, it may be orchestra. There's, 
it may be piano lessons, it may be voice lessons, it might be dancing. You know, there's there's so many things uh, that if we limit exposure, we we may completely miss the opportunity for our children to find their bent. And uh, so helping them find that is uh, uh, not only their passion and and their unique giftedness, but then. Uh, you start to see as they mature through those teen years, uh, how willing are they to put the work in? Uh, how willing are they to truly take responsibility for those gifts that they've been given? And then you start to see the real young man and young woman start to mature. And when you see them taking that responsibility, then you can start to say, you know, uh, uh, you know our daughter was a, a musical theater nut. And she just said, you know, if you want to do this, we need to really find out, get someone else's opinion on, on, on your giftedness. And she was validated in that and proceeded to uh, pursue that through college with a musical theater degree and, and chase Broadway for a number of years. Uh, and, and so had, she, had I tried to keep her on the tennis court and run lines uh, through her teen years, she might have done it because she's trying to satisfy dad, but it would not have complimented who she was and who she was becoming. Uh, so, uh, I think our, our challenge is to really, uh, through the exposure, uh, we get to see our kids grow, we get to see them take responsibility, and in that journey, we really start to get to know the children. And, and with your bride and you, with, with uh, you know, my bride, always, I'll say women have a radar that knows what's going on around and can really kind of see, are they doing this for you, Dad, or are they doing this for, and then us dads, we have a gut feel that this is right or this is not right. And, and so as, we, as our kids start to get in those later high school years and making those decisions, again, uh, you know, whether it's military, whether it's uh, ROTC, whether it's a VOTEC route or another, uh, 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 for a young lady, you know, whatever the route may be, there's other uh, areas that don't necessarily require a college education, uh, or if it's, it's college-bound. Then, then that's uh, that's the way we try to uh, be sensitive. Once we know our children to that level, we can start to understand that, yeah, they really are more uh, bent toward a junior college route than possibly university, or they're really focused. And uh, I think university may be the right way they want to they want to pursue something specifically, uh, or again, if they're better with their hands and just more practically minded, then. Uh, then maybe maybe it doesn't require that extra schooling at all. So I, I think it's important that we allow our kids to uh, try different things, and their first decision uh, post high school may not be the uh, the right one. But uh, I always look back at the decisions I made, and uh, if the Lord got me here, uh, He can get my children wherever He wants to get them. So uh, that's my peace of mind, and and Dad, I would say. Uh, don't sweat about it. Don't. Uh, I mean, certainly there is sweat. There's sweat in everything we do as dads because we love our kids so much. But uh, uh, I would say don't put too much pressure on yourself because with you and mom working together and maybe other coaches that you've talked to or other teachers you've talked to, uh, other professionals that you've talked to, uh, you know, uh, I, I do believe there's a lot of opportunities. The other, the one thing I failed to mention was get those jobs, get that intern work in high school. Uh, you know, if uh, 
If there's a bent toward uh, working on cars, get him in a mechanic shop in the summer and see how it goes. Uh, if there's a, a tendency for me, it was, uh, I really want to go to school. Well, I did a couple of summers of roofing and I learned I think I really do want to stay in school. So uh, anyway, the, these are things you can do to help a child understand that uh, you, know, there, there's a, there, you don't always want to take the easy way out, but you also uh, always want to compliment uh, what the Lord's up to and how he's uniquely gifted you. Uh, intellectually or uh, or physically to move forward to with the end goal being always to glorify the Father on the journey. Keep up the good work, Dan.